One more dream, meet me at the stars, yeah. I've been cooped up too long, and I know that you feel the same. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, welcome to the BZ Podcast. This is Zay. I am sitting here with Britt. Hi. And E Daddy. <laughs> e Daddy on the pod with us. <laughs> Little E Daddy. Little Daddy Little E. Daddy. Yeah, um, my best friend Jeanette has given my son a nickname. <laughs> His name is Eon, and she said he's little E Daddy. So oh, it's nice, E Daddy. It's E Daddy. <laughs> Jeanette, <of us. laughs> say something for the pot. Say something for the pot, yo. Yeah, spit that shit. You got nothing to say? Oh, now okay. you want to get quiet? Don't be shy. <laughs> you just pulling my hair. All right. Um. Right. Um. Welcome back to the BZ Podcast. Um, we hope everything is good. We hope uh, this podcast reaches you at a great time. If you're going to work, coming from work, listening to it in your cubicle, um, we wish y'all nothing but peace and love. We are back for episode 132. I hope I'm right. Okay. I think I'm right. 132. Wow. Um, damn, it's 132 episodes. Ain't that some shit? Madness. It is pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. Um, I do not know what music I'm using for this episode. <laughs> so, uh, no, not yet. Not yet. It's a, uh, it's a, a last minute, last minute decision. So, uh, if you fuck with the music that is playing at the beginning and the back end of this podcast, definitely make sure you look into the description. All the information for that artist will be there. Go check out their shit, stream their shit. Um, goes without saying, we love to support. We appreciate y'all. Keep sharing, liking, subscribing, giving suggestions, feedback, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so, got that uh, all out the way. Zay. Yeah, god damn, right? <laughs> um, I'm sorry, making you do that. Oh Jesus, you do it so you like you do it like you don't even <laughs> be thinking when you do it. You just it just flows, flows so well. I say the same. I say the same variation of the it same. It don't matter. Shit every you get episode. it out. You get it out. It's a lot of information quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is um how are you welcome uh, welcome hey, you back hey guys hi everyone i'm okay um <coughs> now you're gonna turn yeah, up because it's time for me to talk right when, that's that's why right. <laughs> he like shut that shit up shut that shit up <laughs> you can talk okay <laughs> um yeah so i am uh still home i go back to work on monday not this like this like today monday like next week so i'm gonna spend mm. this week trying to get myself together to make this uh go as easily as it can i'm going back just mm. like three days a week and then two days at home so pray for me y'all because <laughs> i'm taking the baby into the office this is gonna be interesting <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brit, Brit been trying to trying to like you know what I mean like negotiate working from home. So I told her like take the baby in for the first week, but like when he nobody's looking, like pinch the baby in the back of the cab or something, so the baby start acting up. <laughs> and then like hopefully her bosses will see that like you know this you know, maybe we should just let her work. You know from home. But you gotta do <laughs> oh something. You gotta do he something. He might just turn up on his own. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah. Right. So uh oh fun i ended up in the er yay <laughs> that was on wednesday um oh my god yeah like i just every time the baby cries i'm like jumping up and just 
Like, I don't want him to cry. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh my God, what's wrong? What's wrong? So, and he's just fussy. I mean, he's a newborn. Like, he just wants all the attention. He's gassy, you know, and just he's going to whine all day, you know? So, <laughs> he has his mm-hmm. lip poked out right now. So, I just kept, I wasn't like eating enough. I wasn't drinking enough. And I'm breastfeeding and we're getting old. And, you know, I was just like really just. Like, I think over a week just wasn't, you know what I mean? Just making sure I was doing what I was supposed to be doing for myself. So I went into the doctor just for like a checkup. They wanted to check my incision. And it's like, you know, they take your blood pressure. And when you go to the doctor. So she kept taking it and she was just like, "Um, I'm going to take it again. Like, she was like very concerned. Yeah, because my pressure was like 150 something over like 110. And then she's like, you feel fine? Shit. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, I don't feel anything. <laughs> <laughs> you feel, are you all right? Uh, yeah, great. But my thing, I mean, I was like, after, of course, my family all had a fit and everything because they were like, yeah, you need to go to the ER. Yeah, your blood pressure is crazy high. And if it keeps climbing, you can have a stroke. And I'm like, oh, wow. So um, that was, you know, that kind of threw me because I just went real quick. I'm thinking I'd be gone out the house for an hour. <laughs> like, you got to go to the ER. Like, what the fuck? So I was gone like the whole day. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I wanted to break, but not like this. This ain't no break. (laughs) But yeah, so, um, I mean, I'm better now. That was on Wednesday. They gave me medication and took a few days to work, but I've also been like, I was super duper dehydrated. Like, you know, you don't really feel it until after it's too late. Like that's, (laughs) that's what sucks. Yeah. And it's like, there's no quick fix to it. You know, you just got to kind of just rehydrate and wait like a day and a half or so. Uh, to feel better yeah i feel like i operate on dehydration Mm -hmm. like every day like every day i am dehydrated and i don't know what it is i'd be surrounded by water yeah it's just like just drink it shit but it is like hard to like make sure you drink enough like me like i need to drink like a gallon a day like (laughs) i feel like everybody should right that's not the recommended they say only eight cups but if you think about it like even that's 64 ounces like People don't drink 64, even 64 ounces. And that's like the minimum. Hell no. Hell yeah. No. So. I was drinking. You ever had core water? You ever had core water? Core? Uh, that's like the yeah, fancy bottle with the, with the blue mm-hmm. cap. Yeah, I had that for the first time the other day. I've been drinking Essentia. That's a little snobbish. Mm-hmm. Essentia. Mm-hmm. But I had first time the other day. I took a sip out of that shit and had to look at it. And I just said like. What does it like, taste like? Oh, it tastes good I don't understand. Like better? It, it tastes like great water. Oh, okay. I don't remember. I've had it one time, and I'm like a. Well, I know when I don't like the water. Fiji water is fucking nasty. Oh, I know that. Yeah, I used to think it was good. I think it changed. I, I think, think they changed. Good. It had mm-hmm. to have. But you know what? Like mm-hmm. every now and then, like I'll drink water, and it'll be so refreshing. <laughs> and I just look at the bottle, and I just be like, "Yo, why don't I drink you more often? <laughs> like, like, why isn't this just a normal right. practice? I mean, like, this I, is delicious. Yeah, I carry around like a canteen." So I I don't really buy bottled water anymore. I haven't for a few years. That's mm-hmm. why I'm like, I don't even know what's good in the water world. Because I'm always somewhere either. The water yeah, world. like filtered water out the dispenser. But okay, we're rambling. Like, so <laughs> are we rambling? Maybe <laughs> we are. Maybe we're not. I don't know. No, but, hi, nah, guys. I mean, who cares? They're Whatever. Listening. They're but listening. yeah, so yeah. So um, yeah. Oh, but the thing is like with high blood pressure um 
You know, it, they, that's why they call it the silent killer because you won't have any symptoms sometimes and you could go mm. on and on. Like, I would have never known. Like, imagine how long it would have gone on. You know what I mean? If that's I wasn't scary. going to the doctor. And the only reason I'm going to the doctor right now is because I had a baby. Like, I wouldn't just randomly go to the doctor and have my blood pressure checked, but... I mean, right. We yeah. say all, <laughs> we don't go to the doctor right. until like until like our, our check engine light go on. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> we treat ourselves like cars, yeah. like so. <laughs> like something gotta go wrong. Yeah. So I say all that to say, um, yeah, uh, you should probably get your blood pressure checked, guys. <laughs> Especially if you aren't like living the Over healthiest, 30. yeah, lifestyle. Look, you're gonna be right inside the right eight. Don't touch that cuff. But <laughs> <laughs> a little dirty ass public <laughs> that dirty ass cuff <laughs> them been around everybody yeah, that, on. Shit, that shit is fucking scary though because like my shit was like 170 something over like almost 120 well they say mean. it's a what's high what's regular <laughs> 120 over 80 so the top number is the number that fluctuate with like uh, emotions basically you know like oh you get excited about something oh you're anxious or you know out of breath or whatever that number fluctuates mm. um my shit's been high before in the past the top number just because i was like either arguing or <laughs> mad right before i got to the doctor or something <laughs> but the bottom number basically is how oh is right. how difficult it is for blood to flow through so the higher the bottom number rises the more um you know forced it is for blood to get pumped so um you're making me have to go check mine. I gotta go check I'll mine now. You. So it's like any of those. If your number, if your pressure is high, along with symptoms like like shortness of breath, um, headache, blurred vision, things like that, it's like <laughs> it's a chronic situation. But no, but it was just scary because like I was checking. I had to buy like a home monitor, um, and I'm like checking it, and it's like it's high as shit, and I literally felt fine. And I'm like, this shit is scary. Yeah. But also, like, I don't scary. know if you're like me, where you adapt to situations very quickly. You'll be like feeling like shit, and you're like, this is fine. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is the new I norm. Mean, hey, we're still here, right? <laughs> like, you know, just like you adapt to like not getting any sleep. Like, we did an episode on sleep, and I mean, needless to say, I've not been getting much sleep. It's very distur- disrupted sleep. Um, but I've adapted to it. Like, you know what I mean? So I feel rested, but truly am I rested? Probably not. So. Nah, like, uh, that is scary how, like, how, like, bad things can become the new baseline. Mm -hmm. Like, just like the new normal. Right. Yeah, definitely go get your, go, go schedule that. Yeah, but that's just something, right. I'm like, I'm not that damn old, but shit. It starts up or you know you're not taking care of yourself right i, I was talking yeah right. i was talking to my homeboy he was just like yo we at the age where like we have to supplement bro mm-hmm. he was like we can't be playing games like you should be taking vitamins <laughs> if i was taking vitamins i was like hell no right. <laughs> i need those i barely get Why enough I water <laughs> <laughs> right barely get I enough know. water in my body you think i'm putting vitamin c in my shit like come on bro <laughs> but yeah it's definitely at the time we gotta get it together mm-hmm. um well i'm glad you're okay thank you i'm, I'm glad you're all yeah. right and uh, i'm sure the audience appreciates you being back uh before we start so every year there's a carnival that comes and sets up uh, uh around my neighborhood like a couple towns over 
I was just thinking about it. Like I've, I haven't gone in years, but anytime I see the carnival, my mind instantly does like a montage of all the carnival ride malfunctions <laughs> that I've seen recorded. Did you see that latest mm-hmm. one? There was a latest one where, where the joint was going and people had to like jump on the gate to try to stop Listen. it from tipping over and shit. That one that was hit by the storm? Yeah. Is that oh, what that know, was? No, no, no. Oh, no, because I saw something, but I don't know if it was recent know. or not. It was like the one ride where you sit down and it goes up and down like around in a circle. And it was like getting like yeah, knocked that's all the around by the wind. I was like, um. I didn't know that I was wind. Know. I thought that joint was just I, just just messing oh, up. I thought I, wind I was blowing Oh, I have no idea. Whatever. Okay, anyway. Right, needless to say, needless <laughs> to say, I'm bringing it up because, like, I don't fuck with carnivals, yo. Carnival rides, mm-hmm. like, they're too temporary. Like, carnivals are like IKEA furniture. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you put it together, Real you easy. assemble it together, yep. and then they take it apart. It's like a pop-up amusement mm-hmm. park. Like, I don't trust a pop-up amusement park. And if you ever try to put IKEA furniture back together after you've taken it apart once, <laughs> the grooves ain't right. <laughs> The, gro- the grooves it's, it's not sliding the in all right. the way you know what I mean and, the, and, <laughs> and that's if you got all that's if you got all the uh, the, the little knobs and shit you got all, all the, the screws pieces every single and screws and shit. Yeah, the, the little pegs yeah, exactly right <laughs> right little you know pegs you gotta be losing like, like that. two that's how I look at it I don't know I'm not, I'm not with the pop up and then like did, do you like carnivals like did you have carnivals mm-hmm. like growing yeah. up yeah and maybe this is just my experience, mm-hmm. right? So, like, I feel like carnivals are, like, the perfect blend of, like, all walks of society. Like, you go to the carnival, you're, you are able to see every walk of mm-hmm. life, right? And I don't know about y'all experience, but, like, you know, you have the family fun. You have, like, uh, you know, cotton candy, the food truck, the rides, teddy bears, all the fun, wholesome mm-hmm. shit, right? The high school sweetheart dates and stuff. She's walking with the teddy bear, like, you know, all the cute stuff, right? But then, in the midst of all this wholesomeness, yo, there's always this underlining feeling that someone is going to get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> what? <laughs> I never had that always, feeling at a carnival. You've never had that? Why do you always see oh. someone get knocked out when you go to carnivals? when i was younger really? when i was younger yeah like i don't know what it was but there was always someone getting knocked out or someone someone getting jumped there's always an altercation yo oh, yes, no, that didn't yes. oh maybe it's just me maybe it's just just around our way but the carnival <laughs> somebody always got beat up at the carnival there's somebody always get beat up and i don't know what it was i don't know if it was in the cotton candy there might have just you know, been too, too many lights though, so. <laughs> Too much stimuli. Maybe, maybe. You got a lot to but say. But then it's just Ow. always a scuffle. Why are you upset? <laughs> Stand me up. <laughs> no, sit me down. No, you're doing it wrong. Not like that. Do it like that. Me. He did it. Oh no! Okay, the little face up. when they cry. Oh my goodness. No. <laughs> Everything just be seeming like it's so wrong in the world. Exactly. Okay. I was thinking about like babies. Imagine like not knowing the concept of sleep. <laughs> like not knowing you were falling asleep uh-huh. and then like your eyes are just closed and everything's going black mm-hmm. and dark. I'd be fussy you too. You know what I'd I was thinking wilding. about? So you know how like when you what? like use a muscle you've never really used or you're working out a muscle that you never worked out before? You know, and you're like really mm-hmm. sore. I'm like, what if babies are like super sore learning how to use their little like all the like time, they try right? to stand all up and shit and they little they little thighs uh, all tight. Like they be sore the next day. <laughs> I 
I'm like, oh, look, that little meat. <laughs> I'll take it further. I'll take it a step further. You know how babies, like, you put them down and they just be, just be like, mm-hmm. moving. Like, they just be moving their arms. That's them testing all the shit out. They just <laughs> testing stuff out. Like, oh, that does mm-hmm. that. That does that. This does this. It's like they got new features and shit. <laughs> I can't imagine like learning how to walk for the first time. We be excited. Imagine how excited they are. Good. Hold up. Oh. Oh shit. It's like them. <laughs> shit. I'm doing something. Oh yeah, they came to visit me, y'all. He saw the baby. I saw the baby. I held it. I was scared. <laughs> Cause it's so small. He's so small. <laughs> My little man, though, he was good. Mm-hmm. He came and chilled. Yeah. Kicked it for a little bit. He started crying. I had to give him back. Give him back the pappy. <laughs> All right. What are we talking about? All right, we we'll keep move on, on digressing. Well, I was talking about carnivals. Yeah, guys. Oh, yeah. We're talking about carnivals. Is that it? Did you ever go on that one carnival ride where you standing up and it spin? And it yeah, like tilts? It's like a cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That shit is Yeah, wild. that used to be the fire jump. We used to take our little seatbelts off. Yeah, and then you like go upside you take down. Off and you run across the uh-huh. other side. Like, we, what the fuck? We used to run across the other side, dog. We could have been fucked up. Hell oh yeah. my god. Hell yeah. That is crazy. Especially at the carnival. Them shits is temporary. Yes. That is temporary placement, son. Them shits is not bolted down or nothing. Like, at least when you mm-hmm. go to at least <laughs> at least you go to Great Adventures of Six Flag, you know the actual roller coaster is bolted to the ground. <laughs> there was a um something in Iowa, a water park or something, you know that raft ride where it's like the big round raft and multiple people sit down? They said one person, yeah. one kid died, and like three other kids got hurt on it. I said, see, I was like, damn, can't do nothing. Would you go on a roller coaster now? A day? I wouldn't back then. I don't go on roller coasters. You don't go on roller coasters no, at all? Like, Isaiah, you never I hate one? them. I hate drops. I thought you knew this. You don't like I the thought drop? you knew this. I know, I did. I did. I was just wondering. No. Every time I went on one, somebody was like, you a punk, just try it. Nah, 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 nah. You might like it now. No, I still don't fucking like it. It's terrible. I used to like them, but like now, like I look at them and I really have to like assess life. <laughs> so what's the reason? What's the reason? For five minutes. Like it's like a three minute ride. <laughs> That's when I knew it was over. Like amusement parks was over for me. I got back from college. I took my sister to go to Six Flags mm-hmm. for like her like 17th birthday or some shit like that. And um, I just started assessing like what was necessary. <laughs> I was looking at everything so logical. You're sitting online for 30 minutes for a three-minute ride. It's hot. <laughs> There's kids mm-hmm. everywhere. You're dodging kids. Like, everything just seemed like a noose. I said, all right, well, I'm done with this. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I swear it was, like, the shortest trip mm-hmm. to... Uh, to six flags like we was there for like <laughs> 40 minutes <laughs> brought my black ass back home all right um we can move on let's get into it mm. president biden just introduced a door-to-door vaccine covid19 plan the plan would send people do? door-to-door <laughs> set up clinics they're little jehovah's witnesses like what y'all doing that's what i was about to say i was about to say right um set up clinics at workplaces and urge employers to offer paid time off as part of a renewed push to reach the tens of millions of unvaccinated americans uh quote now we need to go to the community to we need to go community by community neighborhood by neighborhood and oftentimes door to door literally knocking on doors to kill help to get the remaining people protected from the virus please get vaccinated now it works it's free biden said according to the new york Times. it's never been easier it's never been more important do it now do it for yourself do it for the people you care about for your neighborhood for your country it sounds corny but it's the patriotic thing to do how you feel hey i ain't answering the door <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Simple as that. Is that all it takes? Hey, I'm good. We got a peak hole for a reason, right? <laughs> but it is on some Jehovah's Witness shit. Like, imagine them, like, knocking on your door and saying, have you accepted Anthony Fauci as your Lord and Savior? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, yo. I don't know. I don't think they should go to everybody's door. There's some houses you don't want to show up at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, all right. So did you hear how Pfizer is trying to push that they need to do a second dose? And then the other companies and everybody else is coming back saying, you don't need a second dose. I said, oh, we starting this now? I heard that on the news like yesterday, the day before. They're like, yeah, Pfizer's pushing a second dose of the vaccine. And other companies are saying Mm -hmm. that's not necessary. So and so from the CDC. (laughs) they started talking about like i was like wait they trying to do a quick money grab like what is going on see this is what i ain't got time not for nothing i think people aren't people haven't been talking about that but like clearly we knew it was a money grab but do you understand how much money is being made right now from what just the vaccine period like before it was just like get the older people people vaccinated now it's you got to get younger people vaccinated now it's getting kids vaccinated this is all money this look, is they all like, incremental look, or, or look, look, look they done bought too much supplies they made some too much they thought more people would have been down <laughs> we for try, it we probably make, we can make off of this right Shit, we gotta get these vials off <laughs> I saw, um, I don't know where I saw, but they were talking about, you know, they trying to figure out what the guidelines they're going to do for the kids at schools and shit. So mm. they're like, you know, kids that have been vaccinated, don't wear a mask, kids that, you know, blah, blah, blah. They still got to wear the mask. I'm like, y'all aren't like, this is so mm-hmm. dumb. Like, just like out in the stores right now, like, who the fuck? Like, <laughs> like this is the dumbest rule ever. Like. Some people wear masks, some but it's people like, don't. You know, I'm still wearing masks. Everybody that fucking doesn't wear, you don't know what they got vaccinated or not. This is just dumb. Right. Whatever. It's all stupid. It's all stupid. All right. We're going to move into this. I'm going to play it, of course. You ready for this? Sure. Just in a online day chat, find a main chat. Open up the okay ass, okay yeah. Pop up picture looking tight chat. Nice chat, got your bio reading right chat. Precise chat, but before you find a day chat, you gotta wait chat. Gotta go back to nature chat, get it straight chat. Girl, you look good, want your vax that thing no. up. Just a handsome young brother, no. want your vax no. that thing up. Dating real life, you need to vax that thing up. Feeling freaky all night, you need to vax mm-hmm. that thing up. Feeling freaky all night, you need to fix that thing. Up. Hey, what was that first verse he said? Like, I ain't hear, I couldn't, I couldn't make out nothing he said. Love myself, I like chair, I love my chair. You couldn't figure out what he was saying on the original. <laughs> he's always been that. Like, don't, don't act brand new now because no, he's I'm promoting just saying, the vet. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm that shit fuck at. Uh, all right, so so uh, vax that thing up featuring juvenile Manny Fresh and Mia X. Uh, black BLK is the largest dating app for Black Signals. What? Has partnered with the rap legends. That's a thing. <laughs> uh, turning the iconic <laughs> rap classic "Back That Thing Up" into a new vaccine oh, anthem. Shit, he throwing up. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Look, he can't even take it. He said, "I can't believe they took this legendary <laughs> song." Yo, he's he's disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> how dare that they right? just got paid so how much they like how much did they get paid for that not cash money yo not cash money taking over for no, the 99 and the 2000 
Dang, Dang. step so low, yo. How do you feel about this, though? I hope it just fades away quickly and we can just forget it ever happened. Let's just let this slide. Maybe, I mean, hey, Juvenile ain't putting no music out. Honestly, get your bag. But maybe that's why he didn't want what he was saying to be <laughs> describable. Like, he's just like, I'm going to just say some bullshit. I, like, he probably ain't get it. Oh my he ain't God. get that <laughs> Juvenile didn't get the vaccine. You know who I blame in this? You know this is Birdman's fault. I mean, he's a businessman. This is Birdman's fault, bro. This is ghetto. If, if these niggas, if these <laughs> niggas got paid, wait a minute. If these niggas actually got paid, they would not take this bag, yo. Vax that thing up. Vax that thing up. <laughs> <laughs> call, call me Big Daddy when you vax that thing up. Love <laughs> over right here. No, no, right here. <laughs> Brit is gyrating this baby oh, sorry, to back yeah, that. Yeah, I'm all saying it like y'all can to see. Vax that thing. I got, I got, I ain't there. Yeah, but on, on like a serious note, like isn't it kind of like a a slap in the face, yo? That's what I said. That's ghetto. Like, uh, uh. Yeah, like they hired somebody, but that is it ghetto or is it just disrespectful? It's both. Is it disrespectful? No, it's, it's disrespectful. Does anybody even notice exists? Like, <laughs> oh no, they do. Yes, yes. Oh, Lord. All right, then. All right, eat that. <laughs> We done made him mad. We done made him mad. You said not juvie. I uh, know. Uh, oh, my God. Um. All right. So, we'll move on. We'll move on. But it's kind of in the same vein, yo. So, did you watch that first episode of that uh, documentary, This Is Pop? Mm. I saw bits and pieces of it. It's the one with the boys that met. Yeah, uh -huh. it's the one with boys that mm -hmm. met. Right? So first of all like we need to give boys and men their flowers like i know they were like super mega star group but i feel like they don't get the appreciation that they deserve mm -hmm. in the historical sense in the historical sense mm -hmm. what i didn't know about this was that like boy bands killed boys and men yeah i mean they did but at the same time too they were saying the type of music they were making like these ballad songs you know they weren't adapting their sound at the same time ah <sighs> do you think so yeah I think so just for the trend of the mm -hmm. type of music that became popular like you know what I mean music always changes and unfortunately you gotta change with it most times or at least change a little bit I feel like 98 degrees and stuff like that were doing ballet yeah they were and look they didn't get as big <laughs> they didn't get as big <laughs> yeah 98, 98 degrees was degrees. the biggest uh copier avoids the men but they also didn't get as big yeah nobody cared about 98 degrees <laughs> i don't let you know that right now i don't even know them niggas names i just know nick um, lachey nick, nick lachey no, jessica simpson ex-husband uh, <laughs> right right that's that was his name mm -hmm. um but no like i remember being young and like the rise of boy bands and popularity mm -hmm. and like that being attributed to like backstreet boys and insane yeah i never looked at boys the man as just like a boy band no because that's yeah that whole like pop era really got started I mean, we were like in sixth grade that was like right. what 1999 no 98 but roughly. it was presented as like a, a new thing yeah though. exactly that's how like it just popped up out of nowhere and that's kind of whack though that's kind of corny like that's the shit that like kind of like makes i mean me they already mad, had like, new kids on the block before that but all that, but the, like new kids on the block, but that were was created a whole thing because of like new edition. No, I know. I'm just saying, like you know, yeah, it was a whole rollout. Yeah. They had Britney, then Christina. You know, you just had to have some little competition. It was a whole thing. I mean, you know, that's what they do. They jock our shit. But I think um, 
because boys the men's audience was not the boy band's audience though that's the only reason that i say that you know i wish boys the men would have at least updated their sound a little bit to stay on trend but, no, but in the but in the joint, they said like they said that yeah they they modeled it behind they yeah they used boys them in the model their whatever to make their mm. boy bands but it wasn't the same audience we were in sixth grade boys the men was like you know they were definitely had an older audience than us they weren't targeting us <laughs> nah they were saying they said boys the boys the men their audience was like eighty five percent white girls well, I'm talking about age group we was like in, we was like in elementary school when boy bands came out. So it was like preteens. Preteens basically was their mm-hmm. target. I don't think that's boys the men's target audience. I don't that's know. only that's the only thing I, I disagreed with in that documentary was just that specifically. I think boys the men could have found a way to stay relevant. Boys the men was fucking fire. I wish What's they your would have. Could could you imagine like their voices the with like a different sound? That'd have been cool. Right right what's my favorite i was talking about that with um with dre and i don't know i was like because all their songs are so freaking good mm-hmm. i don't know i know mine water runs dry that's it you got it you, you nailed it <laughs> you weren't even talking no. No. <laughs> and look i was like i like let it snow <laughs> motown philly like everything is so good that they do that's the most is that like the most iconic christmas song no it'd probably Mm -hmm. be mariah right no it's mariah i don't even like that song for i think i've heard it so many times i like that mariah i like it i like the background singers in the song i do (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) all right i like all the background background number two <laughs> shut up i like the background Lead i like one. the background vocals of in the song how's it go i'm not doing them like, yeah, i need the part? whole thing nope, all of them it. i'm thinking of it do in it. my head i forgot how the song goes how did, is it the all i want for christmas is you ooh, ooh, ooh. i got you to do it <laughs> i got you to do it <laughs> that wasn't the background though i know but what's the background Ooh, baby yeah that's one of them and i um what else oh which is like i just want you to ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> you gotta see me dancing right now <laughs> dancing with this baby in tow you're just looking like this girl's right, um, crazy crazy yeah uh give it up give it up for boys and men Give it up for Boys and Man. Give them their props, man. They started a whole bunch of shit. And they could really sing. And you know what the most impressive thing about Boys and Men? Mm-hmm. They were almost like four ugly niggas and had went the superstar. Ugly. Like, wasn't nothing. They weren't ugly. I'm not gonna say they're ugly. <laughs> Obviously. Who am I to judge who what? ugly is? Like, I don't really care. But what I'm saying, like, they weren't like they didn't fit the mold. What was the they mold with Casey Jojo Jonas you know Kelly? About. None of them niggas were super fine. I know, but they were selling sex. Yeah. Yeah, Boys and Men wasn't like selling sex, so like they didn't fit the mold. Like they were kind of like wholesome. I guess, yeah. I don't think back then it was it wasn't so trifling though. They could get away with it. What you mean? What what just, was just so like trifling? you know, just not having to be sexual. <laughs> yeah, you definitely got. You definitely didn't have to play into that. And we're gonna get into some of that later. I mean, that's what you were touching on, yeah, on the last episode. 
I, I really like that um, that segment. I was like, hmm. thank you. I was a little worried about it yeah. because you know, once the dude gets to talking, don't be telling us what to do. <laughs> <laughs> It's the truth, though, and especially after watching Summer of Soul, you know, it makes you yeah, makes you yeah. think about, about to it. get into that. Yeah. So I don't know if y'all got uh Hulu. Uh, that is on Hulu. Yeah. It yeah. Is Hulu. Yeah. If y'all I need think, a password, yeah. holla at me. <laughs> um, but uh, Summer of Soul. It's a documentary that was produced by Questlove, and it was about the the Harlem Cultural Festival in the summer of 1969. Right. Um, I watched it yesterday. You were watching it actually when we came to visit on Saturday. Last Saturday. Sunday, I think. Was it? No, it was Saturday, right? No, it was Saturday. Okay. It was Saturday. Um, yeah, so so it was about the Harlem Cultural Festival. There's over 300,000 people that attended for free. Um, pause. Keyword free. Now, I think y'all know how I feel about festivals <laughs> nowadays. And the blatant price gouging of everything, you know, Afro Punk was ridiculous. It was like forty dollars for a beer and shit. Like, like free vest. This was a free festival, and this took place in Mount Morris Park, uh, in Harlem, and it was filmed. But after the summer, the footage just like sat in the basement for fifty years until now, right? So we watched this. Well, you watched it, and then I watched it yesterday. And one of the things that was kind of crazy was that, um. This was the same summer of, of Woodstock. Mm-hmm. Same summer of Woodstock. I think it was around the same time as Woodstock. And Woodstock wasn't that far away from where this was happening. Mm-hmm. Right? And somehow this was forgotten and Woodstock got I all the publicity. Why? So, so they, I guess they just had that one roll of film and then it just ended up in storage. I, I don't know. I don't know why. And like uh, they said in the film, like the powers that be didn't find that it was like significant enough to be a part of history. Mm-hmm. You know, we can go into that. You know, yeah. how our history gets gets forgotten and stuff. But like, quite honestly, like I'm sad. I'm sad that I know Woodstock and not this. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's our story, right? <laughs> exactly. And that's like part of the experience that's difficult for outsiders to like understand. Yeah. Like that feeling and that emotion is just hard to communicate. Mm-hmm. Right. They might hear you, but they don't feel mm-hmm. you. They don't feel you when you bring stuff like that up. Because it sounds insignificant. But <laughs> yeah. And then like as you're watching this, you're seeing people that experienced it mm-hmm. at like the age of four. That guy like towards the end that was like five years old. He started crying. and He was just like. He was like, I thought I was crazy. Yeah, because you don't have any information yet. And you don't have no reference of Mm -hmm. this thing ever happening, you know? That's so cool. (laughs) He's able to get that closure. (laughs) Right. Um, So, you know, it had huge acts such as like Stevie Wonder, B.B. King, Roy Ayers, The Fifth Dimension, Gladys Knight and the Pips, Sly and the Family Stone, a bunch of other people, right? So I'm looking at this and there's something in like Harlem soil. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) like what is it about harlem like our first episode was about the harlem renaissance and maybe you know we just just look into things and deep digger than deep deep digger Mm -hmm. dig deeper Mm -hmm. (laughs) than necessary Mm -hmm. uh but like 
the history of like black culture in Harlem is just like so important. And I've like gone on record. I've said this plenty of times on the pod before. I just love seeing old footage of black people existing. Yeah. Like they don't have to do anything but just be photographed. Right. And it makes me think about, you know, the hardships, the resilience. Uh, like I got emotional watching this. I ain't gonna hold you. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna hold you. Like the culture is beautiful. Yeah. The smiles, the laughter, mm-hmm. the good times in the in the midst of uncertainty. Like I love that shit, yo. Like it, it was amazing watching this, yo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm all going on a ramble. Like, <laughs> did you want to add anything? <laughs> I mean, uh, the and the the thing is though, because it's like a lot of similar things are still happening now, but it's not. Uh-huh so centralized you know where we all can like really come together like we used to Mm -hmm. um what did i think of it uh yeah yeah like did you get emotional watching it at all (sighs) well i mean if i was able to watch it fully undisturbed (laughs) but um but no it was it was awesome to see it was um i'm really glad that um this footage came out it was just it looked like such a good time. I really liked seeing everybody's reactions to seeing the old footage that was there. Um, yeah. And what else was I going to say? Oh, just I, I just kept thinking about the point you made last week talking about the BT Awards and stuff. Because I'm just like, wow, like this is like such a good like everything was so wholesome. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it looked yeah. like such a good time. And. You know, everybody was just genuinely glad to be amongst each other. They weren't there to show out, to look at me. You know, there was no gaudiness, none of that. Nobody was there to stunt, nothing crazy like that. You know, like everybody was there to be amongst each other and to feel everybody's energy and to have a good time. So, like, you know, you had mm-hmm. such big acts there and then just the smaller, no name people. Like, it was just really cool. Uh, to see that and I'm just like dang I don't know that <laughs> I mean there could be something like that they, they, they could I think they got the right lineup together I guess but that's not that mm. wouldn't be like the top top people unfortunately one thing just quick point out I like like the self-sufficiency of it all like the Black Panthers was doing the security mm-hmm. I think that's just super fire. Yeah. That's like fucking fire uh-huh. as hell. And then like uh as far as like vendors and stuff, you had like people in the neighborhood, like grandmas of the neighborhood selling food and beverages. You know that shit smelled so good. <laughs> like you know that shit was like I just wanna be in that crowd. I just wanna be immersed mm-hmm. in it. Like I wanna smell the smells. There was a recent clip that came out and it was um Denzel Washington talking about uh I don't know what movie it was. But I guess the question came up and it was just like, why do you think that movie had to have a why, why do you think Spike had to do that movie? Mm-hmm. He was like, it's a culture thing. It's not a race thing. Could Scorsese do this movie? Mm-hmm. Yes. Could Tarantino do this movie? Yes. But does Tarantino know what a Sunday morning <laughs> Uh, a Sunday morning with the the hot what is that shit called like the, the calm, hot, hot comb. comb with the hot comb mm-hmm. on the stove yeah the hot comb on the stove like does he know what that smells like <laughs> he was like it's not a race thing it's a culture thing so when I looked at this crowd and I'm seeing Afro Sheen <laughs> and the bell bottoms right. and I know there's I know there's 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 fried chicken and macaroni and cheese somewhere <laughs> and I know you know mm-hmm. somebody smoking a little bit of herb little sun you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I just uh, it just screams culture to me i get excited about that type of shit mm. but um 
so like one of the things that i like was like the diversity of the content mm -hmm. so i don't know the, the fifth dimension mm -hmm. you ever hear them before well you know what so of course i've heard them of course we've heard them the only reason i knew that they were black is because a while ago i was like record hunting <laughs> and came across uh -huh. their record, bought it, and played it. And I'm like, oh, they sing this song? <laughs> this is that song? If y'all don't know, times. it's like the dawning of the age of Aquarius, uh -huh. right? This is the dawning of the age, age of, of Aquarius. Aquarius. <laughs> yeah, their story. Their story. Aquarius. Um, being this... Yeah, but their story, like, just being... Um, being not your quintessential black act mm -hmm. or not what fits what's supposed to be black and being a part of that and feeling accepted by the culture and that's oh, like yeah. that diversity thing i was talking about mm -hmm. last episode mm -hmm. where it's just like if i had to liken them to anything maybe i liken them to tyler but not really but yeah on that same type of thing though yeah like getting acceptance yeah yeah getting acceptance and being embraced for being different i thought that was dope i thought the diversity of you know having the gospel act there mm -hmm. you know what's funny um i only knew <laughs> oh happy day from sister act i didn't know like oh happy day is like this staple in the black community and was like a huge uh -huh. artist and stuff like that i didn't know who uh -huh. sang it but i knew it didn't start with sick sister act yeah well yeah I'm, you never heard it sang in church of course i did yeah so why you thought, it was you just thought they got it <laughs> yeah i don't know you know what i'd be thinking yo yo not for nothing i'm gonna tell you let me tell you something yo. no i know how there's certain things you just don't think about no i feel you <laughs> i'm just laughing yeah. yeah i don't think about that but like when like these old like church songs come on yo mm -hmm. i just instantly think slavery and i don't think <laughs> like they were best. like actual tunes. i need to listen to some more mahalia jackson though oh yeah she was she going be off. getting down yeah i could see michael jackson having influence from her yeah. i feel like he's mentioned her name before with the little ad libs really? <laughs> um but yeah having that aspect of it mm -hmm. i thought it was cool you know they highlighted pentecostal i went to a pentecostal church for a little bit growing up i don't know if you know anything about pentecostal mm -hmm. but pentecostal is like very strict okay. like you're not supposed to like do anything the the women can't wear pants all their skirts have to be all the way down oh, to their ankle okay. you're not supposed mm -hmm. to listen to like secular music mm -hmm. um the music is supposed to stay within the parameters of something of like what's allowed to church music like don't start introducing jazz elements into mm -hmm the keyboard none of that none of that right so i thought it was cool they had that pentecostal act that came and performed mm -hmm. but like they understood the importance of the moment mm -hmm. and knew it was going to be backlash but like they just proceeded anyway mm -hmm. so i thought that was fire i like that there was a like you know the cuban and latin music mm -hmm. you know nowadays you hear more division between like you know black and brown people mm -hmm. but like it, they really did a good job in the documentary displaying that like the neighborhood itself was just a melting pot yeah. and you hung out with these exactly. people it wasn't that divisive like you was cool with these people and then they touched on like the significance of drums mm -hmm. which is like so fucking real so <laughs> you remember that um you remember that clip in uh dave Chappelle's show when they were talking about certain certain race groups respond to certain instruments different maybe yeah 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 yeah. and, and then when they got to the drums it was black people with spanish people were like yeah hey, it's still going <laughs> off yeah. it reminded me of that yo no what's it called indians be getting busy on the drums too yo they do yes I mean, they do i feel like all melanated peoples get busy on mm -hmm. the drums <laughs> Once niggas, yo, once niggas do, they can hit a hard surface. <laughs> they can hit a hard surface and make a little beat. That it was over for. <laughs> 
Look, Asians got the gong. They got, they got hit something. <laughs> yeah. What do they have? What they also got that think? little. What's that string instrument? That's Chinese. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Anyway, we, I know, but I, right, I don't want to yeah. just say Asian. We like can, we're just grouping all of them into cancel. one. Like that's not accurate. Um, you touched on this before, though. But the one thing that stood out to me the most was like how many different generations were in the crowd Mm -hmm. from young people from like kids to teenagers to young adults to old people um i could be wrong i mean let me know if i'm wrong but you don't see that like too much nowadays where the popular music of the time (laughs) the popular music (laughs) of the time had kids and adults both enjoy it Mm -hmm. right so like harkening back to to the BET Awards, I couldn't sit down and watch that with, <laughs> with my parents or kids. You know what I'm saying? Or kids, like like you feel me? Mm-hmm. So like, you know what I liken it to? Mm. There is a thing that happened when televisions became more uh, affordable. Mm-hmm. So there was multiple televisions in a household. There was a real uniting thing that happened when you would go watch tv there'd be a program that came on and the family would all go down into one room Mm -hmm. and watch a show together and it was something that the entire family could enjoy and you know that was like bonding time and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but when like tvs became more affordable people started getting televisions in their room and that kind of separated the family sub i feel like music music used to be that thing that like the entire family enjoyed together Mm -hmm. but now it's so broad or now it's so broken up or now it's so polarizing generationally Mm -hmm. there's not just like this one music you can go to that everybody fucks with unless it is old music yeah right. that's funny like if you go to a barbecue you go to a cookout Mm -hmm. whatever when you go and throw on throw on the bars or the temptations or anything of of that time period that's when everybody comes together but you can't play new age music and have the adults pop into it you know what i'm saying like i don't think you see that no more you know not really um i love the afrocentricity you know the embracing of the skin the hair the eclectic styles you know the crowd was super diverse you had people in bell bottoms and you had people in the traditional suits and shit like that all right all right (laughs) i know um it seemed like when they talked to the artists like every artist looking back on it felt like they understood how important it was at the time yeah exactly did um when did Martin Luther king get shot he got shot in 65 oh no 68 oh, okay because i was like, was like it sounded like it just happened from what they were saying no it did yeah um, it did so there was a lot going on at the time there was a lot going on um i think i was laughing because they just landed on the moon and they were asking oh, yeah. black people about <laughs> landing on the moon them niggas was like i don't care about this damn moon right these niggas hungry come fix the hood right yeah i was gonna say shit people say nowadays and that, that's how you know that shit was exactly. so fake though niggas ain't land on shit like that damn flag <laughs> waving there's no gravity but the flag Facts. is fucking waving like yeah they ain't Facts. been back since you lie like shit trying to distract everybody trying to stop another race war <laughs> Oh shit, we done assassinated him. Okay, we're going to the moon. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I never knew that was the timing of that, you know? Um, Gladys Knight had said something that caught my attention. It kind of harkens back to what I was talking about last pod. Um, she said that um, Motown was very interested in keeping 
us keeping our integrity mm-hmm. and and having class and being polite. And it made me think about modern day record labels and like what record label can you point to that really makes it a mission to best represent the culture? I don't care. <laughs> right. I do not care. It brought me back to the idea and I, I touched on it last, but I don't think I said it in these words. And like it brought me to the idea of saying that you you cannot be pro-black and not care about the image of black people mm-hmm. like those things those two things cannot exist like i know it's cool to be a rebel i know like the notion of i do what i want can't nobody tell me nothing is appealing and it's popular mm-hmm. but i think I'll, I'll go as far to saying that like those type of attitudes when taken to a certain point is anti-black yeah like you're doing a very huge disservice yo mm-hmm and like we complain about stereotypes but say what you want about them liking them or not like our brains are designed for pattern recognition Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so it collects data from experiences it organizes it in a way to help us navigate the world more efficiently so like the stereotypes shape the way that we interact with society and society interacts with us so like harken back to the bet awards watch the bet awards and compare it to to the summer of soul and then let's talk about perception. Mm-hmm. Let's have an honest discussion about perception. Yeah. That's all I was trying to get off last one. I wasn't trying to tell nobody what to do. <laughs> um, we spent a long time on this. I really like this documentary. I don't care. No. Uh, I love how it ended with Nina Simone. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> in it ending with Nina Simone, me watching it made me go back to Chloe's performance and double down. Like, what the fuck was she doing? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just laughed so loud and the baby's here. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> what was she doing? <laughs> um, I also thought about the Shikari Richardson situation. Mm-hmm. Right? And and how she handled herself beautifully. Like, I, she took full accountability. She said she knew what she was doing. Is She just made the decision to do that for whatever reason. I don't care a reason. I'm not blaming her or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Right. But I also thought that she missed like kind of like a dope ass opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, she she's gone on. There's been articles written about her, you know, rocking the 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 long nails, the hairs, the tattoos, the lashes, all the things that would cause outsiders and even some insiders to place her in some sort of stereotype. Mm-hmm. Right. And whatever whatever y'all want to call that stereotype i'll I'll let y'all minds wander but the idea whatever that stereotype is that appearance does not translate to success outside of like entertainment Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and it's still that's only a select few and now you have this outlier that challenges that perception that's a big deal to me Mm -hmm. right i think it's really dope like imagine a wheaties box with like lashes hair extensions long nails and tattoos (laughs) that's fucking fire Mm -hmm. to me like i think that's fucking awesome right Mm -hmm. so like just imagine like a little girl seeing that seeing excellence packaged in that way and looking like women that she can identify in her own community Mm -hmm. like imagine that little girl coming to the realization that like these accessories don't necessarily have to be on an entertainer's body Mm -hmm. and twerking and over sexualized Mm -hmm in order to attain like a a certain level of success Mm -hmm. i thought that was a missed opportunity i don't blame her for it a lot of people were being like oh yeah she let us down i'm not going to go as far as saying that but there was an opportunity in that to be like hey you could have accomplished some dope shit with this Mm -hmm. like you know yeah um i think i think it's all great and amazing but 
after giving it some more thought, it's like her mom just passed. <laughs> so, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like, that's probably a lot for her to process. Um, so I just think maybe on a spiritual level, you know, that had to happen. You know, at least she knows where she can be. Because I'm sure that's really rough, you know what I mean, to deal with losing your mom. And if she didn't get all this attention, maybe she may have, you know what I mean, started to backslide a little. So at least Uh given what happens, she can use that as motivation to stay on track, no matter, you know, whatever dark time she may face. And then in, Mm. what is it, every four years? Four years. Olympics. Oh, yeah, Olympics. Yeah. Yeah, So then over the next four years, you know, she'll be able to adjust the life and come back even stronger yeah because i mean i could imagine like everything's happening so fast and then she may have ended up you know being worse off just dealing with such all this attention and all that that's kind of like with megan the stallion you know her mom passed right before she blew up and i know that you know every now and then she kind of has like these meltdowns um where you know it's like you're so much is going on and you're still trying to process like this whole new life without you know your parent um because it's such a like dramatic <laughs> difference so you know it does suck like you said you know but she gonna be there next time and even more you know ready to you know do what she needs to do um so it's okay yeah it's probably yeah like kind of like what you were saying like this might have been a good moment to sit down mm-hmm. to sit her down yeah like, that's like, that's to, what like, i hey yo right grieve mm-hmm. grieve mourn go through the 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 process of, yeah. of mending your heart and stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah. that's crazy. four years would be such a long time i'm not sure how old she is she don't I feel look like that she's old. fairly young though yeah, let me see. she don't Let's see. You never know with black people. Eh, right. Never know how old they are. Damn, near be forty. Shut up. Be <laughs> forty years old and shit. <laughs> she's twenty-one. Oh yeah, so she's young. She's still got time. She's still got time. I don't think she. I don't think you hit your peak like athletically. I don't know what it is for women. I know it's usually like late late twenties, early thirties for men. Um, moving on. You know why I'm so happy about that we don't have to that that we don't talk about this Cosby shit. <laughs> like I really don't want to talk about Cosby, and to. I feel like we don't. We just I know oh. I know I'm just happy yeah. that we just don't feel the need to at all. <laughs> um, did you want to get into this Rachel Nichols thing? Not really. Because I still don't. Yeah. Not really. I don't know all what right, to. So we'll skip. Yeah. Oh, he's turning yeah. up. Yeah. He said it's 57 minutes. Exactly. It's 57 minutes. Y'all he supposed needs, to be done. Yeah, my diaper needs to get changed. I just pooped. <laughs> um, There's two more things, but if we need to get out of here, we need to get out of here. We can save it. <laughs> what, what are they? Um, I wanted to talk about ESG. I oh. told you briefly. And what's the other thing? Briefly before we started. Uh, Well, it's two other things. It's Facebook facebook test prompts that x if uh you're worried about your friend becoming an extremist <laughs> and then an apparent pilot shortage that you told me right before we started ah. 
started going. Yeah. Well, we can wait on those things. I think everyone agrees, right, guys? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We will be back. We will touch on certain those things later. (laughs) Uh, And some more. (laughs) And some more, right? We'll add to the list. Thank you for listening to another episode of the BZ Podcast. Um, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We hope y'all week goes well. Thank you, Britt. Thank you, E Daddy, for keeping it together as much as you could uh, to get through this pod. I hope hope the baby crying wasn't too distracting, but I don't give a fuck what y'all think. It's a baby. So um, <laughs> we will catch y'all next week. Take care. Peace and love. We are out of here. Bye guys. I've been cooped up too long and I know that you feel the same See my body and your body helps me understand Let me feel more than a lips, uh. let me feel more than a kiss yeah. You gon' make me take a trip when I get there We go run, run, run Love it till the sun, sun, sun come up Do this shit for fun, fun, fun just want it one, 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 what's up? We gon' fall in love. Busy, so I've always been away. Busy, so I'm working on my things. Working, so I'm making bigger changes. I know that it seems like I'm delaying. Girl, I'm not playing, I want you. Yes, I'm just saying, I know that it's fine But I hope you can see that I needed some time And I know that I've been in my head Shorty with the legs, yeah Gotta keep me raised up I've been in my head Shorty with the legs, gotta keep me raised up